Todd Talks. This Todd Talk is going to be dedicated to new entrepreneurs, new creative developers, new designers, new graphic design wannabes. Um, the past couple of months, I've worked with a handful of uh, interns, uh, most of them youngish. Youngish being uh, 18 to 22, somewhere in that range. Uh, working with people that, that want to get in the creative business. That want to get in the entrepreneurship business. That want to uh, grow. And they ask a lot of questions. They, all, they ask a lot of common questions. They all, they all have the same goals in mind. So I figured I'd talk a little bit to you, meaning anybody out there that is interested in growing some kind of creative business. Um, you know, much like my business, um, those of you that know me know my name, Todd, Todd Mitchell. I run Mitchell Creative Group, a private creative agency, consultancy, or group that uh, specializes in all things creative. Um, I've been doing this now, going on my 17th year um, sometime around 2001, I left the corporate uh, marketplace as art director, creative director, graphic designer, whatever you want to call it, and started my own consultancy. Um, I kind of wanted to do it my way. I wanted to do it faster, better, cheaper. I wanted to create, uh, provide creative solutions for everybody in the world. Every company, small, medium business, large business, corporate, enterprise, occasional startups, um, and I say occasional startups because that's, that's a different type of um, relationship. And I'm going to get into that later with a, probably a different podcast because businesses definitely can be grouped into um, different pods. Um, and I'll explain that later. But anyway, so I've been doing this for about, you know, I'm in my 17th year, going into my 17th year. And, um, you know, I've done a lot of things. I've done a lot of creative work for a lot of different companies. A lot, I mean, so many projects, thousands and thousands of projects of all different types. I've, um, what's been really important is growing relationships with, with printers, with marketers, with web designers, with um, content developers. I mean, you know, the list is endless. I'm constantly meeting people, which I love to do, and having conversations with people, which I love to do. Um, and, you know, I, I'm learning, I'm growing, um, I'm learning new things constantly. I'm seeing new things constantly. And part of, part of a major part of what I do is, is provide creative solutions, um, creative success, helping people achieve their maximum creative potential. Um, be it through themselves and how they operate inside of their their business and how they develop their creative um, I coach people and counsel people all the time on on how to develop stuff You know, for example, you want to create an ebook um, That's great, you know, but designing a cool-looking ebook is like actually the, the one of the least amount least important parts of creating the ebook um, You have to think about things like the the hows and the whys of creating the ebook You have to think about the content you have to think about the audience there's so many things involved in that. So I do a lot of talking and a lot of working with um, people and customers, clients and whatnot, uh, talking about all that kind of stuff. And you'll find more information in a lot of the other uh, Todd Talk podcasts that I do 
Um, you know, some really cool stuff, some really cool ideas that I've learned over the years. Um, but anyway, so, so talking with these interns, a lot of times what comes up is, you know, where do I start? You know, where do I begin? And, you know, there are two parts to that because the first part has a lot to do with the second part. It's like the old yin-yang symbol. Um, they work together. And the two parts are that there, there is you, okay, there's an actual, real, authentic, spiritually alive and universally different you. Uh, you were created on this planet to be unique, to be special, to be different. And you're going to have different likes, tendencies. You're going to have different ways of looking at things, uh, different ways of thinking, different ways of communicating with people, um, you know, that makes you unique. You know, just like in nature, you know, there are different trees and plants and animals and, and, and shrubs and bugs and fish, you name it, okay? And, and you have different tendencies. That's, that's one side of it. Um, the other side of it is more or less just business operations. And, you know, in business operations can be anything from uh, I want to design logos to I want to run a giant multi-person creative agency it could also be um you know you want to i don't know you want to be the the world's best architect i mean there's so many ways in the creative spectrum that that you can provide business to people but there's ways of conducting that business so that's that's the other side of the coin where you know for example you may you may want to open an, a lemonade stand. I often use this example and you want to run an, a lemonade stand. And, you know, right off the bat, you, you really have the basics. You have how to run the lemonade stand. Okay, so what kind of table do I get? What type of tablecloth do I get? Do I name it? Do I put a name on a sign? And what does the sign look like? What does the logo look like? What is, more importantly, what is the lemonade? Because you want to have really, really good lemonade. And um, you want people to stop, and you need to be able to believe in your lemonade, believe it, because then, then you can sell it. If you make great lemonade, you love the lemonade, and you think people are going to love it, you're going to have a real easy time selling it. Okay, that's really important. Um, how much is the lemonade? How much is the profit on your lemonade? You know, you have your expenses. How much are the lemons? How much are the cups? How much is the ice? How much is the water? How much are you spending on creating that lemonade? And then, in turn, how much profit are you getting? All of those things are that side of it that have to do with the, um, with the business technique, the business philosophy. Um, I've talked in other podcasts about, about philosophy and how important that is. And philosophy, funny enough, kind of splits the difference. It's kind of in the middle because it has a lot to do with who you are as a person, who you choose to be as a person, as well as injecting that into your philosophy of doing business. Because if you inject a philosophy that what I do is really special, I love what I do and I do what I love and I really believe it, I really believe I can help people and I really believe in achieving high levels of excellence and creativity and imagination, which I personally do, um, if you believe that, you're going to inject that philosophy into every dealing you have in every aspect of your business. Now, every aspect of your business... Every aspect of your business starts from the moment you get up and your creative brain comes alive. It, it starts with, you know, what kind of space you work in. 
be it on your kitchen counter or you have a private space that you've set up, um, you're creating an environment for yourself where you can be really, really creative, you feel real comfortable. It could be the kind of computer you get, it could be, be the kind of lighting you have, it can be, um, you know, whether you have ambient music, um, candles, I mean, you name it. So your environment's really important. Um, it's also how you answer the phone, it's how you talk to people on a regular basis, it's who you choose to hang around with, it's who you choose to put in your circle if you're doing a business. So to my, to my young interns out there, um, you know, let's just start here. So, okay, let me think of, uh, let me think of one in particular, Luke, who has a lot of drive, a lot of motivation, a great personality, wants to be a creative person, a creative consultant, more or less a freelancer. Um, and, and a freelancer in the creative space is, is more or less like a good starting point. A freelancer says, hey, look, I provide a service, I'm creative, I write, I draw, I paint, I sculpt, I, you know, nowadays though, more or less, you'll have com commercialized digital artists. You know, I, let's, let's take, for example, Luke, who really likes to create um, logos. And let's start there, okay, as a freelancer. Now, a, a freelancer will say, hey, I like doing logos, I want to create logos. So I worked with him specifically to, to figure out what it is he really wants to do and what it is he really likes to do um, and feels most passionate about, and that's what came up for him. So we started with that, and that's really important to start with something that, that gets you excited. And you got to start somewhere, you know, you got to start with something. And lo logos are a common start, start point. I think one of the first logos I ever created was probably my freshman or sophomore year in high school. I think I was a freshman. And Mr. Casco, my business teacher, uh, had a side business. And he knew I was an artist. And he asked if I did logos. And one of the things I said was yes. Another great podcast to listen to, by the way, is called Yes. Uh, the importance of yes. Um, but anyway, I said yes. And I was able to help him create that. I remember it was a uh, every you know all the services under the rainbow and it was a ark like Noah's ark with a few animals on it and a rainbow and a, a beautiful sunny sky on the other side of the rainbow and I remember hand drawing that at the time with an ink pen and uh, you know that became his logo and you know since then you know nowadays uh, literally thousands and thousands of logos which turn into brands and branding is a whole nother wing which I get into later but let's just go back to logos for a second and um, so, so a logo, you start by developing a logo. Let's just say you're a freelancer, you're designing logos. Great. You're going to have, as I said to Luke, we're going to have to start with what kind of computer do you have? If you don't have one, what kind of computer do you want? Most people get Macintosh, Apple computers, although it's not exclusive. It tends to be the norm, tends to be the standard. They're super easy to use. They're user-friendly. They're resilient. They, they seldom fail. They're safe. Um, they handle a lot of creative software real, real easy, easily. That's what I use. That's what I recommend. I work with both, but I definitely use that for the most part. So you have to start with the machinery. He happened to have a MacBook Pro. Perfect. Next, software. A lot of people, especially uh, uh, newbies, um, make the mistake of leveraging 
online apps as their source for being creative. Now, being creative is being creative. I mean, you can be creative literally with a stick in the dirt. You can draw something in the dirt. You can be creative with PowerPoint. You can be creative with a pencil drawing. There's many ways to be creative. But if you want to be a freelancer or a business person in the creative space, you're gonna to have to amp up your game and, and own that creativity on a high caliber um, electronic level. And, and let me explain that. Good computer, good software, plug that into your creativity and you're gonna be able to export amazing creativity and in specific products and things and, and logos and files that have uh, uh, tangible value to them. So for example, I'm on a MacBook Pro, I create a logo, maybe six ideas, I send it to client X, they're now looking at a PDF document that has six logos, they select one, make some changes, you refine it, and then you send them fi different file types, PDF, JPEG, and TIFF, whatever, and now they have logos that they can use for their product, business, service, or whatever. Okay, so that's really important. If you're sketching a logo idea, hey, here, Client X, look, I, I have this idea. Eh, great, that's wonderful, but, but you're going to need more than that. So I worked with him, I worked with Luke to, um, you know, get basically the Adobe, Adobe Cloud Suite. That's, that's one of my primary softwares of choice. The Cloud Suite provides amazing, amazing tools. I've been working with them for well over, oh boy, 25, 30 years, or maybe, maybe 25, 30 years. And um, they're amazing tools, and they've come a long way. And they definitely lead the way with creativity and imagination. So if you go to adobe.com and you look at the cloud suite, they call it a cloud suite because you download the software online, the AKA cloud, and you don't have to buy a CD or a disc like you used to in the old days where you, you buy the CD for, let's say back in the day, uh, let's take one program for example, Adobe InDesign, we used to call it the Quark Killer. Um, Quark, Quark Express used to be the primary layout tool and uh, InDesign came along. So you'd buy a disc for InDesign and let's say back in the day it might cost you $400 to buy that disc, you download it, and then every year or two you'd get an update, you'd reload it, update it or whatever. Nowadays, you can still do that. It's a little harder to find, but you can still do that. But it's much, much easier to do a cloud, a cloud suite type of offering because you can you can buy, for example, the cloud suite is about $55 right now, roughly, and you you subscribe and that gets taken out of your uh, credit card or checking account monthly, and you can use any one of their many, many, many software packages. Um, primary tools, Photoshop. Photoshop is for images, uh, manipulating photographs. You know, you can create some pretty cool, vec uh, not vector, raster graphics or pixel graphics. Um, you know, you zoom in, you're gonna see little dots. Those are pixels, okay? That's what Photoshop is good for. Uh, Adobe Illustrator masterpiece of a tool you can create all kinds of drawings line drawings they call them vector graphics because think of a vector point to point um, and fill it in with color vector graphics are really 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 super high resolution um, you can work with type really easily 
draw all kinds of great things. So that's what that's for. I use that for logos, for infographics, um, for branding and identity projects, um, that drawings, that kind of thing. Adobe InDesign. Adobe InDesign is a masterful page layout program that you can design anything really in InDesign. They have all the all of these tools, by the way. All of these applications have the same similar tools that you can do a lot of the same things in. So, for example, in Adobe InDesign, I can I can draw just as much as I can in Illustrator. Doesn't have all the same tools. It's not quite as easy, but I can definitely draw in InDesign. But InDesign is made for, for page layouts. And you can start with a uh, business card and go all the way up to a full-blown book. Uh, a full-blown, an actual uh, printable book, magazine, ebook, infographic. You can do a lot of things document-wise with InDesign. And the designers of these applications are just geniuses. They, they've done such a great job making it in may be hard for some initially but once you get over that hump it's amazing how intuitive it is and how easy it is to work with and how much amazing amazing things you can come up with um, using those tools so Adobe InDesign Illustrator Photoshop those are critical um, Adobe After Effects I use that for animation um, in video mostly animation though I can animate an infographic I can do a vector graphic animation, add music, add sound, add voiceover, special effects. There are plugins you can use to really make it sizzle. That, that's also great. Um, there are other programs like Muse that allow you to make simple little uh, web pages. You've got uh, Dreamweaver, of course, which is a, a masterful web layout program that you can uh, do web design on, um, do editing, web editing with, things like that. And there are many, many others. So I, really, I, I, one of the first things I said to Luke and, and the other interns too is uh, we'll go online and we'll explore Adobe's website and just, just go to all the different programs and see the variety that's out there um, and what they can all do because they can all do different things. Um, so that's really important. So the, the hardware is the computer. The software would be the design software you use to... Um, to create, okay? And we'll start there. And, and that's where, with all these interns, I'll start there because that's really important. It's kind of like if, if you're going to be a, a landscaper, okay, um, you're going to go show up at the job. You want to have the right look and feel, right? You want to have the right boots, the right clothing. You want to present yourself professionally. Actually, that's actually a good point. That's one of the other first things I talk about is how you present yourself. You know, you want to talk to people um, uh, friendly. You want to be friendly. You want to be calmly assertive. You want to be confident. You want to know what you're going to say. You want to know who you're about and what it is you offer. You want to be happy. You want to uh, portray confidence and exuberance. You know, that's going to have a different outcome. If I want to help you achieve creative excellence, I need to darn well prove that I can influence you creatively and help you achieve creative excellence that that I can guarantee it that that I emanate that with how I look and how I feel and how I present myself and how I speak um, things like that if I I don't know if I kind of talk like you know I don't know I don't know what I do you know people you know people pick up on that stuff and, and it makes a big difference in your relationships so we talk about that too that's that that's that other side I was talking about about being the best you you can be and 
really achieving your own personal best, personal excellence. Um, so we'll talk about all that. Um, how you present yourself, what you're about, what you want to do. We talk about the hardware, we talk about the software. And now you have the hardware and you have the tools to create. The next thing I talk about, um, I might go over how I run my business a little bit and how to run a successful creative business. That's going to be in a whole another series of Toddcasts that um, I can give you all kinds of tips and tricks and ideas on on running awesome uh, an awesome creative agency or creative group or even a, um, a freelance level um, operation. So we talk a little bit about that. Next, very, very, very important is, is I start to tell them all, you now have to act. You have to create. You have to get off your butt and you have to make stuff. When I first started out, I'll never forget, I was in a publishing company, uh, TAM Communications. Um, I was a uh, junior level art director, an associate art director, and uh, the publisher, uh, Buzz Cantor, he's still operational today, great guy, real confident, um, awesome motorcycle magazines, and he gave me so many opportunities I'm grateful for, and he'd say things like, you know, hey, can you draw uh, an Indian motorcycle using a new computer that came out? This is when Macintosh first came out, okay, this is when the iMac, and the, and the first, actually the iMac wasn't even out yet, but the, the Macintosh computer is new. And uh, out came this software. It used to be Corel Draw and then Adobe Illustrator. And again, back to my yes principle. Yes, always yes. Absolutely, I can draw that. So what I did was I found a picture of it and I just sat there and for days, just days on days on end, learning how to use the tool. You're learning how to draw. Um, let's just start with a wheel, okay? You got a circle. You color it in black. You put a white circle inside of that and you knock it out and now you have like a ring, a black ring. There's the tire. And now you have to figure out how to make that tire look like that tire. How does it fade from a dark black to a charcoal to a little, how do you add the little white highlights on the tire? How do you add the little knobbies on the tire? Things like that. How do you draw the spokes to look like chrome? How do you draw the forks of the motorcycle? How do you draw the emblem on the gas tank? What color red do you use? There's so many factors. And you just hit it. You just do it. And practice, practice, practice. Long before that, I was in my parents' house in the basement on a drawing board. And I'd have the drawing board set up at a slant. I'd have my markers. I'd have my colored pencils, my airbrush. I'd have all kinds of goodies. And I, I just loved it. I loved art. And my mom would get the Sunday paper and she'd get herself a, a coupon book, um, like kind of like a flyer that had all different types of coupons. And inside of that would be yogurt containers, you know, like Yoplait yogurt. Or you'd have like a, a Campbell soup can commercial, uh, not, a, not a commercial, an advertisement. And what I'd do is I'd rip them out and I'd pin them up on my board and I would replicate them. I'd find ways of figuring out how to replicate that perfectly, as best as I could anyway at the time. So I might do a little tracing to get the shape in there. Um, then I'd get out my markers, my colored pencils, my airbrush, and I would literally spend hours and hours and hours trying to replicate that. And that increases and improves your skill. The more you use your tools, the more you're going to get good at them. You're going to master those 
tools as well as your own creative ability. And you let that just emanate. You just do it. Do the work. And then later on, drawing on a computer, drawing more and more and more on the computer gets you better and better and better at that. And now you have something cool. Um, at some point, I'm going to post on my site or maybe even somehow on this podcast. Maybe I can do a pop-up. But to show that motorcycle I drew, to this day, and this is over 25 years ago, to this day is one of my favorite illustrations I did on Adobe Illustrator. And, you know, you print that out and, and you get that holy crap mentality. You not only impress yourself because you worked so hard on it and it came out really, really well, but you impress other people and they see your talent. And then that opens up uh, illustration cap- capabilities and opportunities where then all of a sudden I was doing more illustration work. And now the magazine was published not only with layout and design as an art director would do, but with a lot of my own published illustrations in there. Something I was really, really proud of, still am today. And that opened up more and more opportunities. You put that effort out there, you create, you create, you create, you, you allow your better self to emanate outward, shine outward, like a bright, bright light. You just do your thing and you do it regularly, no matter how you feel. And opportunities come to you. Your karma changes by what you put out there. You can sit there all day long and complain about life and say how, you know, maybe you're a wannabe designer and that's going to get you nowhere. You can sit there all day long and play Fortnite or Minecraft and talk about it all day long, but nothing's going to happen unless you make that happen. And that was really important in all my conversations with these interns is the action that you take is the result that you're going to see absolutely positively makes a big big difference and and I'm serious every single day you have to apply yourself so we talk about that we talk about next um, building some profile building some kind of identity because the difference between a freelancer and a business person or entrepreneur is that you you now turn yourself into a brand and what does that mean well if I'm Todd Mitchell I do graphic design work that's great Super. A lot of people make a living at that. And if you figure out and define your define happiness as that, that that's what you want to do, then that's great. Okay? So let's just say you're a freelance graphic designer. You do occasional freelance work. You, you could make anywhere from, I don't know, a couple hundred dollars a year to tens of thousands, thousands of dollars a year. You could make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year as a freelancer, depending on who your clientele is, um, the projects that you work on. But if you're running yourself as a brand or as a, as a company, um, the difference might be that, I'll bring, back, I'll bring Luke back into this mix, that, that he create a brand. His name, his, uh, his graphic design business warranted some kind of logo. And that challenged him to come up with the logo. And what does the logo represent? The logo should represent exactly who and what, who you are and what you do. Okay, I mean, you may come up with a design. Let's just say, for example, you are super, super into astrology or the planets or something. And maybe you want to call your business Astro Design and there's stars and planets or something. Well, what's that mean? Well, I'm really into astrology and the stars. I believe that, you know, shooting out into the galaxy, you know, you have infinite possibilities like the universe. There's your story. There's your logo. There's your brand. Sometimes, like myself, I like to, you know, use a name. Sometimes 
um, companies, businesses, and brands are based on name because that's that's what they're about. You know, Mitchell Creative Group. Um, I created that because one, I was proud of my name, I was proud of my grandfather, who was a great entrepreneur and businessman. My father, great businessman. Um, I'm proud of the name. I wanted to. I just wanted to kind of connect that, that that it's me working with you directly in a group effort. It's always, always, always a group effort, always. Um, you know, every, think of everything that's ever done. It's always, it takes, takes a group. Even if I want to work on a logo, you have Adobe who created the software, Apple that created the computer, and I'm working on a design, and then there's the client. See, there's already four people, and I'm talking, you know, these businesses, let's say Adobe, they have thousands of people working. You know what I'm saying? It's a group. It's always a group effort. So that's how I came up with that. So thinking about your brand means coming up with a logo, which means coming up with business cards, which means coming up with a tagline. What what makes you different? Um, you know, innovative creative solutions, one of my taglines. I mean, there, there are many, but I, that's one that I use. W- what makes you different? What makes you unique? Doesn't Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just your name. But... Nonetheless, you have a business card, you have a logo. Um, now, you have an identity, you can create a website. So that's something else we work on. Um, coming up with a way to present and project your work. And there are many online sites now that are, that are free and some that are not that expensive. Ways to come up with a platform that you can show your stuff. Um, you know, create a portfolio, an online portfolio. So I'd work with them on creating a, a literal portfolio that you can sit in front of people and show them your, your stuff, as well as uh, an online portfolio, which are really super important now because people can see it online 24 seven, um, kind of shows you're up with the times and up with technology and, um, you know, make it real easy for people to find you and look at your stuff. So we talk about that. So that's really important. So wrapping up all of that together is, is all super, super important. You know, figuring out who you are and how you want to present yourself. Figuring out the things that you really like to do and the things that you want to do. Um, figuring out how you're going to solve a problem, how, you, how you're going to, what service you're going to provide to others and what, what problem are you going to help them get through? Um, what specifically? You know, I, I have associates or people I work with and partners that specialize in online social media posting that kind of thing I have others that are strictly freelance designers logo designers I have PowerPoint people that are only in PowerPoint you know what is it specifically that you want to get into and then creating your identity creating who you are and what you want to look like that's that's important your logo your colors your font um, typefaces it's it's all super super important Um, doing the work is absolutely positively critical Um, one more note on that would be um, I'd I'd guide them through the process of getting on for example Indeed I-N-D-E-E-D is a online portal and a community that gathers freelance designers and creative businesses alike um, to provide services online Uh, Fiverr uh, is another one can't remember how to spell it. I think it's F-I-V-V-R or F-I-V-R-R. I can't remember. It's another one. And personally, my 
I personally am not all that crazy about them. I think it limits you but for, for a lot of reasons. But as a, as a startup, as a new newbie, as a freelancer, um, even for, you know, look, look some well-known businesses and freelancers and, and designers use those platforms. I have in the past. I, I actually have back when I started out. It, it can work for you. Um, I'll get into that another time, why it's not such a good idea, depending on the, the level of success you're, you're going for. If you're, if you, actually I can say it right now, if you're aiming for um, a highly successful creative business, you definitely do not want to be aligned with those businesses because you're not putting all your eggs in their baskets and people that want to communicate with you and help you grow your business are going through them and they're exposed to thousands and thousands and thousands of other designers that may win you out and beat you out. And that's not going to be good if, you're, if your goal is to grow as a creative business. Okay? If, if your goal is to do anything you can right now, you're hungry, you want some work, it's probably, it's probably not a bad idea. So I'd encourage people that are in that boat to set up a Fiverr account, set up an Indeed account. Go to uh, Indeed... Um, actually, I said Indeed, Upwork, Fiverr, but Indeed, Indeed is a popular, at least today, 2019, um, a popular online portal to look for work, to post jobs, you know, so sometimes I'll use Indeed, I'll go on and I'm looking for help, like uh, let's say I'm looking for a creative dire- uh, a designer, developer or something, I can go there, or if I want to present my wares, my work, and advertise out there, they have advertising, that's, that's important. Um, so that works. So there's three. Craigslist. Eh, you know, take it or leave it. Some people hate it. Some people don't mind it. Usually it's used to sell things. Um, but, but believe it or not, you can go to a help wanted section on Craigslist. And although you might not attract or affiliate with the best relationships, but believe it or not, you can attain decent relationships for creative work um, on Craigslist. You have a lot of companies that use it to, uh, you know, they're looking for freelance work or graphic design help. They'll, they'll go there because it's free. Um, sometimes you can pay for a premium advertising, but nonetheless, you go there, you search for graphic design or writing or whatever it is you like, you'll find things. I encourage uh, new starters or newbies to go on Google and say, um, graphic design positions available, freelance graphic design positions available, and a lot of things will pop up. Chase after them. Chase after them because you never know till you try and you get your name out there. You apply, you apply, you apply, you apply. So if you go through that, you create social media channels. So like I told Luke and others, um, you know, look, it's great that you're on social. That's great that you're talking about your personal life. But consider creating some kind of professional profile on social media. So, for example, you have Instagram, you got Snapchat, you got LinkedIn, um, you got now you got TikTok, you've got um, Facebook, you've got so many Twitter. There's so many that are super super active nowadays. And whether you like it or not, millions and millions of people are using them. So, creating a profile is smart. And now that brand, that logo you created, is on your business cards, on your websites, on your portfolio. It's on your social media. And if you're out there on social, here's the deal. Check this out. You get your name 
out there on social media, all platforms, and you post regularly, you take pictures of uh, things that you've created and you're proud of, graphic design work, because you know you're doing the work now or you should be doing the work and creating something. You can create a phony ad for the newest spaceship going to Mars in a year. You can come up with your own, make it up, doesn't matter, create it, post it, put that on social media, start searching for marketing directors and people that are looking for freelance designers and build up your network on social media. Start looking on Indeed, Upwork, Fiverr, um, Craigslist, start looking. Every day, all of this, every single day. And you're guaranteed to get a certain type of result. And if you do this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times, your the, the, the likelihood and the percentage is going to go way, way up that you're going to connect. And as I tell these guys, it only takes one relationship, one job, one single job, one paid job. It could be a $50 job, a $100 job, it could even be a $20 job. And believe it or not, another piece of advice I give is, is, is don't be afraid to, to do free work, pro bono work. Because guess what? If you do a logo for somebody and they like your logo, they use your logo, you now have an actual portfolio. You have a logo you created for somebody. If you're showing a logo to somebody, they're not going to say, how much did you make on this? They're going to say, wow, oh, wow, yeah, that's great. You know, I didn't know you used your logo on that product. That's incredible. Okay, so don't, don't, um, don't be afraid of free. That's, I wish I'd actually mentioned that first because I've, I did a lot of that when I started out. And even today, I still believe in that. I'll probably do another podcast on that, oh, the power of free. Um, not free as in cheap Walmart coupon free, but uh, free as in presenting, um, providing your talent to others, for others, for the right reasons can be really, really, really important. So, for example, um, I, I really enjoy sharing my creativity with charities and organizations that mean a lot to me, you know, be it spirituality stuff, you know, I'm into Zen and Buddhism and Christianity and all kinds of spiritual, universally cool stuff. I love that. So often I'll provide some free work to those things, but especially with children. You know, there's some children agencies that I, I'm, I'm like honored to play a part of and share with them, ad, free advertisements, posters, so forth and so on. Um, I just love that. That's, that's like so cool and so special to be a part of. But uh, more on that later, more on that later. But don't be afraid to to think of that, um, offer that up. But if you do all of this together, your likelihood of success will skyrocket and you're guaranteed to get some level of success. And you do it repeatedly and there's your growth. The difference, the biggest difference with all of this is that most people, they absolutely positively don't do what they know. They just don't do it. They don't do it. They don't get it done. They don't take action. Or sometimes people that know what to do don't do what they know. And, and, and I, I can speak from experience, and I think we all suffer from this. Um, I, I do it often. You know, I know what to do, but don't do what I know. And I have to re- remind myself or kind of refresh myself or go back to my readings or my, my, my podcasts I listen to or the gurus that I love and listen to um, to try to get back on track, you know, to get back on that do-it mentality. Um, that's so so important to to making it happen i recently had a conversation with somebody who said you know 
I, I want to start a business because I, I have several businesses I operate. You know, many of them are, you know, not very profitable, if profitable at all. But the funnest part of my business is I like to get involved with, like one I'm with my sister on Angelic Beauty, is that it's just so much fun to work with her on and develop new beauty products. And um, it, it's just a lot of fun. It has very little sometimes to do with the amount of money you make on these things. Um, you know, it can be truly rewarding and oh, you can be so passionate about what you're doing, what you're doing based on what you're getting out of it. It's not always about the money. So don't forget that also. So keeping all that in mind, doing all the hard work, having all the right material in front of you, doing what you love, loving what you do is bound to turn into something wonderful. And one of the most exciting things for me is, you know, today I, I listened to, um, um, I think it's Bob Iger from Disney. I did listen to his podcast. Oprah Winfrey was interviewing him and I, I've never listened to him. And I was just so mesmerized and so like in awe of his story. And, and you know, if you just do, go on Netflix or go on YouTube and, and just look up Iger and, and Disney or look up um, Pixar and look up um, Steve Jobs and Apple and, and your inspiration is all around you, right? And all these creative people, let's take a Pixar movie, for example, that is so inspiring to take a team of people to come up with that. Well, you, you yourself are inspirational. You yourself alone have that fire in you, that creativity in you, that energy inside of you that makes you super different, um, super, super vibrant, unique. And it's true. Think about anybody out there that may be inspirational to you, okay? And that's, you know, maybe you can think of one off the top of your head, somebody that really inspires you, that they, everybody who's in, inspiring, anybody, in even something like nature, but let's just take people, for instance. Somebody that's inspiring started as a baby. They started somewhere. They, they eat the same foods as you. They think the same thoughts as you. They go through the same hardships as you. They get opportunities like you. We're all the same, but we all have uniqueness and special gifts and abilities that make us very, very unique. And that is you. That is 100% who you are. And that's... Another one of the most important things to remember because there'll be days where you're down or days when you question it or days that you fail. And it's so important to remember that that's all okay. Those are all events. Things are just happening all the time. Events are constantly happening. But your deeper, truer spirit, your God-created center is who you are, minus your thoughts about what you think what you are. That's who you are. And even if you're, you, if you're fortunate enough to have the confidence or to at least pretend to have the confidence to be something special and be something wonderful, that's awesome. But if you don't, I think it's really smart to at least start moving in that direction. Because again, Einstein and the Buddha and Jesus and Tony Robbins and, and uh, oh man, I mean, think of any professional sports person or, you know, LeBron James, it just, it doesn't matter. They started somewhere. They start, and they all have a story. Many of the stories are extremely sad and extremely disheartening and 
Many people have gone through so many hardships and they endure. And those are really inspiring. So it's important to surround yourself with not only the people and the stories and the reading. Um, be a good student of that. It's so important to be a good student to absorb that, but not just to be fascinated by those people and try to pretend to be like them, which is okay as long as you're being true to yourself, but, but to allow that inner inspiration in you come out. That will hopefully trigger that. That will hopefully trigger that, that good stuff in you that will come out. Because if you can motivate and inspire and encourage one single person on this planet, oh, you've done your job. You've done your job. And, and I think all of that is really, really super important. So I'll leave you with that. A lot, a lot to think about here. And, um, you know, I wish I was in my studio recording this, some better equipment. I'm, I'm hoping this is okay. I'm, on my, I'm using my phone. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, v, Gary V, his podcast, he'll tell you all the time, you know, excuses. No more blankety-blank excuses. You should be able to do podcasting or whatever you want to do with, with anything nowadays, especially these phones. So there you are. I'm going to leave you with all that. Um, any questions, comments, absolutely positively look me up on uh, Instagram. I'm on Facebook, Twitter. I'm, I'm all over the place. But definitely on this here, you can leave your comments here. Get hold of me if you have questions. Otherwise, amp it up. Unleash yourself. Become the best possible creative you that you possibly can. Just love what you do. Do what you love. Start at ground zero. Start on that blank, clean slate. And just start allowing that creative process to unfold. Allow that entrepreneurial spirit to emanate outward from you. I know that may seem goofy talk, you know, let the light shine outward and stuff, but it's absolutely positively true. Just let it go. Let her rip. Find things that, that are important to you. Find things that you're passionate about. Surround yourself with people that inspire, encourage, and love you. Surround yourself with people that you love and want to encourage. That's really, really important. And, and, and again, just do it repeatedly every day. Make it a part of your life. And that's it. I'll leave you with that. Inspire, grow, learn, love, and create. God bless.